Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of Smash, Loot, and Roll. Last time on Smash, Loot, and Roll, our adventurers found their way into the ritual sites. Upon arriving, the group encountered a strange glowing magical door. Upon approaching the door, a dark-haired female stepped out and invited Adrock, Bowden, Chip, and Kelgrace in for a night's rest. Let's join our adventurers as they decide whether or not to accept the invite. Enjoy this episode of Smash, Loot, and Roll. Welcome to Hotel CA. I generally don't take invitations from creepy people that just came out of ruin. As an aside, like, Can she I... goes understood, but at the same time, you guys seem to have followed me from the tombs up to here, so we might as well take a moment to get to know each other. Wait, there's some... Oh. Can I use my insight to try to figure out her intentions? Yeah, go ahead and roll your insight. Okay. <laughs> uh, Twelve. So, how many E's are there in evil? (laughs) For her invitation, she seems spot on. There doesn't seem to be any malice in her voice or any type of underlying thing of going, I'm going to kill you all type stuff. Seems quite genuine. That is not what I'm looking for. Actually, glance over Chip. What do you think? Mm. We've never met her before. She's totally new. Actually, Adrock, you can... Yeah, well, Adrock and actually Chip, Adrock and Bowden, you guys can all give me a intelligence check. Okay. I just shared a picture of Alexia. In roll 20? Yeah, in roll 20. Do an intelligence check. Where, where is it? It should be under should, NPCs. I hit show players, so it should pop up for you guys on the map. Uh, it didn't. What's her name? Alexia. Is she a. Is she a Gary or is she a published? Uh, let me double check to make sure she's published. We could probably Google her. Now, why aren't you coming up? Alexia Florgo Barble. <laughs> I should have known. Uh, come on. Oh, well, I'll get it to work next time. If you got a link. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out uh, why it's not kicking up now. It doesn't like you. No, it doesn't. It just stopped working. I don't like you either. I have the death sentence in 12 systems. (laughs) Will you be cautious? (laughs) Well, that kind of bites. Make all this prep work and it doesn't work. Anyways, like I said, she stands there. Kel Grace, nothing goes on. Nothing mal. There seems to be no obvious mal intentions with her in regard to standing there on the invite. It seems to be on the up and up. You, you actually get a note of curiosity, almost like a hint of curiosity of like, from it, she's really curious about who you are. Hmm. I mean, most people are. Well, I'll sheathe my stuff. All right. Quite polite of you. Okay. My spidey senses are still tingling. But oh, they're tingling all over the place. But okay. she's, she's being polite. So, you know, I'll walk over towards that direction. What's your name be? I'm Alexia. You said intelligence, right? Yeah, intelligence. I rolled a six. Uh, not very intelligent. Not very intelligent at all. Chip and Bowden can do the same thing. I don't know if you guys rolled. I didn't, but... Oh, Chip did. I Bowdened it. Chip. Intelligence save or intelligence check? You check. just rolled save. Um, Chip, you need to roll a check, not a save. 19. Even better. There you go. Someone's smart. <laughs> SMRT. Bowden's over shaking hands with her. All right, that was very polite of you. Thanks for having us, having us in. Chip, as you're... 
I could use a bed. <laughs> As you guys are walking up tor- towards uh, Alexia and the magical doorway that's behind her, it dawns on you that you've seen her before when you were in um, Castellan Castellan Lantra's house, where Bowden had the argument with the uh, mistress of the house. Yeah. So oh, her and her and Varen had walked in together, and she was the dark-haired female. Oh, this is the goth chick that was a Varen. Correct. Oh. Remind me who Varen is. Have I met Varen? You have not. You have not met okay. Varen before you. Okay. She, I've heard the that's name. That's the one that engaged us to find Eric. Um, uh, Eric. Yep. Meldrum. No, no. What's his name? The Melendez. Melendez. Completely not named after the serial, uh, the one that killed his parents. Oh boy! I'm like, oh, it's nice to see you again. What brings you here? <laughs> I'd ask you the same thing. But come, join me for uh, a glass of wine. Hmm. And Chip, you also remember with your role, you're like, she was also the same one you saw in the tombs, except she had a giant Ooh. sword on her back. Chip didn't see her. Oh, Chip wasn't uh, Chip wasn't in there. That's right. Chip I'm didn't sorry. See her. Yeah, yeah, Chip wasn't. Never mind. So you don't know about the tomb. Well, now, uh, Adrock and I saw saw. Correct. But your roles were really bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was she fighting was against you guys? Was it was what I, Yeah, what I have seen her. Yeah, you could actually roll for uh, your intelligence checks for that as well. Okay. All yeah, right. you might have seen her around town. <laughs> I might have. Okay, so I'm a dwarf. Everybody over five and a half feet looks the same to me. Is it the INT at the top? Yep. Okay. Not great. I'm worse nope. than uh, Adrock. So I definitely <laughs> don't remember. Not as bad as me. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe yep. we got lost again. Maybe this is an inn. This looks like a nice place to stay. We should stay here tonight. <laughs> So as you guys, as she invites you through the door, uh, she steps aside. Actually, she doesn't step aside. She turns around and walks in in front of you. And you walk into the foray of what you you feel like you're walking into like a mansion in Waterdeep. As you look around, you see the nice big giant entryway with stairs leading up to a second level. Hmm. Uh, you've got a parlor off to your left. It's That's bigger got, on the inside. Yeah, it's got two gentlemen and a female sitting there having a glass of, glass of wine. To the right is what you'd guess would be, you know, it would almost be like your traditional formal dining room. And there's some charcuterie, some fruit, and some drinks set on the table. And she turns and walks over into that room and beckons you all to follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. She goes, please, enjoy. We're all going to take a seat. Yeah, you guys start to feel, feel your, how tired you're all are from the mm-hmm. travels and the engagements and everything else and you know a couple of you are feeling the, the scrapes and bruises on yourself but the having a nice run into a tree <laughs> <laughs> well there's that i'm not going to eat anything but i will take a seat and keep my eyes on this person i think that's that's fair you see her pour herself a glass of uh glass of wine and she goes so um you seem to be making a concerted effort to follow me so I figured it'd be, uh, it might be, might be nice for a polite conversation. She goes, my name is Alexia. And you are? Does she look in any way like, what's his name? Uh, Father. Uh, Dumbass. Oh, oh Father Dumas. 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 <laughs> well, you take a moment to, you know, study her. And you realize, you know, she's got. Because she's not a direct blood relation, I mean, not truly a direct blood relation, but you can see some similarities 
Uh huh. And her facial features. Did he Stop. say that his niece's name was Alexia? Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Dun dun dun. I think all we had to do was ask this question a while ago. <laughs> Holy smokes, we've been looking for you. She's like several have, but uh, I have some business that need. I have some pressing business that needs to be done, and uh, I'm hoping that we won't be at odds. From well, well, your uncle is extremely concerned for your safety. I understand, but what I have to do is more is time sensitive, and you know, once it's complete, I can go back to I can go back and tell him I'm show him I'm safe. I see. So. Perhaps we have a different perspective on what your objectives are. Could you tell us what your intents are? My intents. Or just intent. Um, <laughs> I can pearls where they don't belong. <laughs> I mean, so I am proficient in persuasion. Would this be a... If you would like to... And I'm trying to yeah, read about it. I don't yeah, know if so, this yeah, would be a good time to use it. You could use persuasion or intimidation, whichever you like. I mean... So go yeah go ahead and give me. Well, I'm thinking. I mean, we we are pretend we are potentially like fostering a friendship or you know trying to use our etiquette. So this seems like more of a persuasion. Go ahead and roll. All right. See if I bully it. It's Uh, seven. Four plus three, seven. She's like, I will. I will make you a deal. You tell me your intentions, and in return for me telling you my intentions, I expect you to tell me yours as well. Our sure. intentions are, I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely tell you our intentions. Our intentions are to try and ensure the safety of Waterdeep. That is a very noble thing to do. And uh, Waterdeep does, does need those to look out after its safety. She goes, my intentions. My intentions are, are to bring back my mother and, and her friends and her friends that were wrongfully accused of witchcraft. Was it wrongly accused? I mean, they pretty much acknowledged it. My mother they? were dru- my mother and her and her friends were druids. They were not witches. I see. And she gets a little bit more animated on that. Oh piece. no! Thank you for yeah. for clarifying. That yeah. was that yeah. was we didn't understand it. People toss yeah. around the word witch a lot without fully explaining what their meaning is. But yeah, they were wrongly. Not only were they wrongly accused, but they were wrongly executed. My intention is to bring the bring back what was taken from me. What I really happened to the children then? I am. Sorry, you lost me. She sort of gives you a look. She sort of gives you a look like, (laughs) really happened to the children? What? um, What? (laughs) What? Wasn't that one of their crimes where they killed the orphans? No, you're thinking of the Troll Skull Manor that actually had a. There's a rumor that there's a witch that used that at the Troll Skull Manor was an orphanage before at one point that had a witch that ran it that ate children there. Oh, but not the same witch. <laughs> so, so, so Chip trots that out, and we all look. We all look at him. <laughs> just checking. Just a- wrong witch. Wrong witch. Yeah, it, that rumor is much older than uh, young Alexia's. Rumor <laughs> yeah, there's never been a confirmation of. It, but yeah, you're like, what happened to the children then? I, I understand. I, I completely understand the desire to to bring back your loved one. And I can partially see the desire to perhaps, you know, be, you know, to, to take a bit of vengeance out. I don't condone it, but I see where that could come from, given the fact that, you know, from 
the circumstances apparently they 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 misinterpreted what your mother's intent was and then wrongfully accused and then took their lives but does that justify the murder of the people in the farmlands to the south they as far as i know weren't involved with the horrors that were put upon your family give me a persuasion role there Bowden. okay i can actually do this especially when i roll a natural natural 20 <laughs> plus four <laughs> she's like i'll i will admit there was some innocence that uh the blood was shed on but not all of those families that suffered were innocent no fan no family truly is nobody's completely innocent she goes the, the same she time, goes the farms she goes the farms that were only supposed to be targeted were members of those that benefited from the trial and became and their families were given those lands after the trial nothing more unfortunately others were sacrificed as part of the process and as a collateral effect from that wouldn't those innocents then have justifiable vengeance against your actions it's can't you see that it's just a pattern it it passes from action to action to action over and over again. Can't this be stopped? It will be. Will it? Really? Yes. She goes, you know, it is late, and you've uh, given me some thoughts to have. Enjoy the food and drink. Uh, the room next to the room next to this one is uh, will be yours to sleep if you choose. But I'm going to retire for the night. She gets up and walks out of the room. Insight. Go ahead, roll. What are you looking for exactly? I'm looking to see what her mood is. Is she frustrated with us, or did we like pierce a little bit into her psychological armor to make, you know, did we really give her something to honestly think about, or is she just, you know, she's that much more locked down into her intent? All right. Give me the roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see where the dice, dice roll as they may. Nah. Nope. Got no idea. <laughs> Roll to six. Bowden, you you laid out the you laid out a good argument. You you understand there's a cycle of things. You understand that there's that cycle. And in your opinion, her abrupt departure and ending of the conversation likely pierced the likely, as you said, pierced her armor and give her and, and has given her pause. All right, good. That's all I'm trying to do. Perhaps there's some way we can get out of this without a another cycle of bloodshed beginning. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Adrock, somebody's going down. <laughs> Adrock, Chip, uh, Kilgrace. I I want to see if I want to uh, roll uh, to see if she's actually going to go lay down, or if she's just going to go back to doing the. Go ahead if you want to do the inside check as well. I want to know what means. Twelve. She has. I'm proficient insight. Well, go ahead, Chip. You you can do it as well. We're all sitting there looking at her like, what did she mean by that? <laughs> Whoa, hello, Chip. So, Adrock, you definitely get more of a frustrated opinion out of it. She's probably leaving the room to go keep her temper in check, is what you're getting, more or less. You don't, But you don't get a read on if she's going to actually think yes or no. Chip, you actually catch her under her breath, you know, mumbling about, you know, she's actually mumbling quiet enough that you're surprised you actually pick it up and but you can hear her say yeah I'll, I'll, they'll understand when everything when i said everything right and oh <laughs> she walks out 
you guys, all three of you guys get different perceptions on her body language, but it, it's, you know, Bodie, you got a little bit more positive. You know, you misread it. Adrock, oh, no, I totally read it correctly. She <laughs> yeah, is the, totally, we are breaking down her armor. She, we're going to, we're going to get this done. There you go. So. Positive. But Adrock and um, Chip, you get more of the, her defensive wall has been put up, but she's definitely got that chip on the shoulder so that she wants to prove something. There, you said there were two other people in the the parlor or something. There like were that? three other people in the parlor. Oh. Uh, one male, or excuse me, one female and two males. Hmm. In the parlor across the hallway. I'm gonna wander over there. Wander, 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 okay. wander. Hello, are you friends of Alexis? You get a really weird feeling when you. It's one of those things that when you walk in there, look around. They're not chatting. They're just sort of sitting there, and all of a sudden, when they when you walk in to say something, the three of them turn and look at you simultaneously. And it takes a moment, it's almost as if for them to register. And then one of them was like, oh, by, well, yes, we are. Oh, what could we do for you, good dwarf? Oh, nothing. I just saw you in here. Just thought you might enjoy some company. We were all having some food and drinks in the other room here and didn't want to have you sit here alone if we were, if we had company nearby. It's like, you're welcome to join us. Oh, is there a- you know, the, the gentleman you're speaking to is, you know, about middle age for a human, a uh, portly fellow. He's got that, uh, Definitely widow's peak for hair, uh, close shaven. Doing a quick glance at him and everything else. Uh, you'd guess the clothes are he's wearing are not definitely not peasant clothes, but definitely not noble clothes. You know, there's you, you you're guessing more of the like the working class. Oh, okay. Middle 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 class kind of thing. Yeah, middle middle class. All right. Uh, you can almost you know judging by looking at his hands and his weathered face and everything else, you could almost say probably somebody who works a trade or maybe a farm. I see. So I plop down. And, so, and I, also, also oh, with your, ahead. sorry, with your, with your passive perception, you notice each of them, which really stands out against the clothing that they're wearing. Each of them has a gold necklace with a bro with a sapphire brooch on it. Ooh. Okay. I would like almost to, like a uh, mark of almost like a station uh mark oh, okay. and kill grace um i would like to um use my my sneaky sneaky stealth to okay. try to find some more information while Bodhi is uh distracting these friends i'm thinking it might be uh of good good thought to you know maybe listen into some monologue of uh of what my gosh what is her name i just totally lost it alexis Alexia, Alexia is uh is doing when she said she's she's gonna go to sleep because I highly doubt with as irritated as she was she's going to sleep. All right, go give me a uh, stealth check, and Bowden will get back to you in a moment. Okay, no problem. Twelve plus eight is a twenty. Twenty. You go. Mm-hmm. Adrock and Chip, you watch as Grace when it gets up, looks at you, steps into the room, and you know, do some silent movement through there. You walk into another room, which you sort of gathered to be another parlor you know you walk into what you thought was going to be a kitchen but it's just another parlor with sitting chairs and everything uh it's got uh four beds two you know two bunk bed style beds almost like it was uh meant for a sleeping room that you're in it's got it's got a uh single exit out of it uh, other than i mean it's got another exit out than the one you entered i should say oh okay i was like so basically nothing yeah Um... sorry that's I said that incorrectly. <laughs> so you enter a door. There is one other door that leads out. Okay. Well, I want to try to to follow where Alexia went. 
Okay. So you go back into the hallway and as you walk up the stairs, you know, sneaking up there, as you get to the top of the stairs, you realize you're suddenly back down at the bottom. Huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, that sounds about right. It's sort of like it's almost it's almost as if there's some type of you know force that allows you to get to a point at the top of the stairs, but as you cross a threshold, you're rebuffed back to another location. It's almost okay. So from that, can I figure out where that uppermost point is, and then see if I can hear yeah, anything? You, or yeah, you can figure out right where the threshold is and not cross that line. But you do okay. realize that inside this magical creation, that whoever created it can put limits on where people go. Yep, definitely. Yeah. All, All right. right. Can I can I hear anything? Give me or... a give me a perception roll with advantage. Her house, her rules. Right. Uh, 15 plus one. Nice and done. 16. At first, it's a little bit hard to hear, but you hear two female voices. One is definitely Alexa's voice, Alexia's voice, and she's rather agitated. And you can hear the other one, and it's got a very, the other female voice has got a very, uh, I want to say lilting, but uh, it kind of reminds you of an elf in the way the, the, the tone and timbre is for the voice. And you hear the, that the elven voice basically says, just calm down. Let them stay, and we'll continue on with what we need to do, and they will, it'll be fine. She's like, but they know. they're gonna, And you'll hear Alexis chime in, but they know, and they're going to try to stop. She's like, look, just calm down. Give them, at least leave them the, your mother's notebooks, the, the pages from her journal that you found. And that'll convince them that you were... What you're doing is right and correct. We have time. Be patient. We need less. We need less people. But we need less people on our trail to make this work. You can hear pretty much all of you can hear. It sounds like a porcelain glass, some porcelain glass shattering on the floor. All of you guys can hear that. That's not Kel Grace. That was, Kel, that was not the answer she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, I will get this done, and I will have my mother back soon. She's like, that is all. And you hear the elven voice say, yes, that is what that is the goal. But it needs to be done in the correct way. And right now, those four that have followed us are going to be a problem that needs to be resolved first. Oh. What? Yeah, I know. And then you hear the, literally the tantrum footsteps of an angry okay, so person. Gonna, yeah. Not it, they don't come towards you. You hear them come oh, okay. out. And you hear him going away, but you're like, yep, somebody's throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Um, the, you, hear, gonna... you hear a door slam, and then you start hearing things just absolutely start shattering. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to head back down to, to my buddies. And, While you're uh, heading back down to your buddies, you took a couple minutes to listen. Bowden, back to you. <laughs> so you seem to be involved in quite a, a deep uh conversation slash thought there were you doing a, a riddle of some sort you see the three of them sort of look at each other look back at you and the the female answers like no just we have very little to converse about oh it is uh it is not something we do very often oh why not <laughs> they sort of spin back, spin back look at each other and like um we really don't know each other well that's unusual so you're here in the parlor, drinking, 
having a not what would be apparently a very nice evening, but you're not, you don't know each other? Not well. Ah, have you been formally introduced? My name's Bowden Orbrook. What's your name? She goes, Bowden. I'm Evelina. Ah, hello, Evelina. My, he goes, my companion is Jaron. He points to the big bald guy. The younger one, blonde hair, you know, he does, if the young one does the, the flick of thro- flowing hair and everything else, it'd be like, pause for a moment and watch the hair flow. <laughs> and she nods to the other one. She goes, Brighton. Or yeah, Brighton. Brighton. The, Do you recognize the, those names? Are they any of the names of the dead witches? Uh, no, they're not any of the last names of the dead witches, no. Or first names or whatever names. Or... Yeah, no <laughs> no first names or last names. Surprisingly, you you gave your full name. They just basically gave the their, not surnames, but their given names. Yeah, which, which is a lot of information. Yeah. And you, you're actually getting the point where you notice that when you're speaking to them, they actually have a bit of, there's just that, an unnatural uh, pause between correct. their responses. Unna- <laughs> correct. It's almost as if something's, it, it takes them a while to, to formulate what they want to say. Hmm. I, I couldn't help but notice those beautiful pendants you all seem to be wearing. What, what are those? Rather unusual they, that three, three, three essentially strangers would have the same adornment. Our station, they are the, oh, what would they be called? It's their rank. Is it, the, the, yeah, the emblem of our station. Oh, I see. Do they have meaning? Like what, what are you a captain of some sort or a, no, we are protectors. Oh, protectors of Alexa. Oh, Alexa. We, we are tasked with allowing no harm to come to her. Oh, all right. Good thing. We're all being civil tonight then. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you, how did you get this station? Were you friends with hers from, from childhood? We've always had this station. I see. You, you you see a very confused look when they when they when you ask that question and it it's that much longer pregnant pause and then then Evelina responds with we've always had this we've always had this station I see I want to take uh, uh, it, it be as uh, I, I I'm going to feign looking at one of their pendants a little closer <laughs> just whoever needs whoever seems to be a little bit closer but look at their skin and mm-hmm. their their body uh, in particular a little bit closer maybe the fingernails <laughs> things like that to see if there's any indication that they are previously deceased or something other than living okay give me a perception check okay perception a 15 in your conversation do you realize it's you're carrying the conversation the these guys are not really engaging with you but they will they will answer questions go back they're chat bots <laughs> yeah they're literally chat box sock, sock puppets whatever you want to call them but, but as you're looking you notice that you know you don't detect like they've been dead or anything else but you do notice that the skin is much you know what you would expect from people who work outdoors all the time but you also notice that in, you know all three of them have a like a peach fuzz that covers you know where the clothing isn't there wasn't where they're not wearing clothes when their skin's visible they got a peach fuzz their nails are chipped as if they've been broken off from different things you look at both males and that's where you notice the much coarser facial hair and even for an older gentleman that's got the balding effect he's definitely got the full goatee of you know full thick you know if somebody's balding you, you generally the facial hair may not be as thick 
And for as young as Brighton is, who might just be barely getting into the beard beard stage you know, being able to grow facial hair, he's got that nice, thick, clean shave, not clean shave, but, you know, close cut looking beard. We have lycanthropes in our deploy, in our employ. Did they have similar attributes? Yes. Now, you know, now that you're doing a comparison back and forth between the were rats, you know, their your your uh, employees have a little bit different, but you can see the similarities in in the curse. I see. You also notice that they're, you know, for the older gentleman that you'd think was, you know, looks out of shape and everything else, you can see that he's still got very defined muscle tone. The female is extreme. You know, you're looking at her and she's like, okay, she's like 10% body fat, maybe. Even the fat guy's ripped with a layer of just a gentle layer of fat over top of it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, these guys got a lot of power behind them. Okay. Interesting. So the, the pendants they're wearing, are they sort of moon shaped or suggestive of a moon? The actual sapphire is not, but as you take a closer look with the, with your perception roll, you do notice that there is an, the way it's cut and the way the light catches it shows an offset of like a crescent moon inside. As they talk to you and as you sort of shift your positions, you can see where it goes from a, you know, crescent moon to a full moon to an eclipse. So it, it gives an optical illusion. Cool. Hmm. So what are your plans uh, after, after your mistress uh, brings back her family, her beloved mother? We will continue to protect them from protect her from harm. Oh, very good. Do you have yeah, families yeah. as well? They look at each other and like, we are, we are each other's family. Oh, wonderful. Are you, by blood or is this a, just a, a camaraderie kind of thing? It is. Norman coordinate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. No. <laughs> and the, the female continues speaking. She goes, it is. Um, family is not always by blood. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. So just sitting there, I'm, I'm going to polish my, my holy symbol. Do they get. Um, uncomfortable around it at all just i'm just going to sort of casually you know oh, oh it looks like a little dirt got on my yeah <laughs> you, you polish it up um in, in the course of conversation i'm not gonna like yeah. <laughs> look at this yeah <laughs> you see the you see the youngest one sort of it's the young male seems to notice what it is and you're thinking much like uh when dogs get that they want to warn you off by showing their teeth he, he gives that not a smile, but more of that grimace where that it's like burying the teeth to bite something. Ah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So we'll pause there to see what Chip and Adrock are doing. The troublemakers. Has Calgrace come back yet? Yeah, Calgrace has come back. Uh, Calgrace, what'd you learn? Well, <laughs> um, there's another. It's another episode of Bill the Tea. <laughs> yeah. Never winter 90210. Um, <laughs> so number one, this place is exactly how whoever made it wants it to be because I can only get about halfway up the stairs before I was at the bottom of the stairs again. Um, so that was kind of cool and annoying all at the same time. But I picked my way up until I figured out the top step that I could get to and then was able to listen in to a little bit of Alexia's conversation. Um, there is another person here um, sounds very elfish-like. Um, and uh, basically, you know, noted that we are 
we are going to be a problem, but that we are not a problem at this very current moment. And that she just needs to be patient because the plan that they have is going to work and they still have time. Uh, are we within earshot of these three lichen-esque individuals? Can I talk freely with my comrades without causing without causing them to hear? Uh, Bodhi's voice is carried enough to his his big bassy voice, <laughs> and you can hear him pretty clearly. Uh, as for hearing his Evelina and the other two, the Brighton and uh, Joran. You don't always hear their conversations back and forth, so you're pretty confident that Bowden's dwarven dwarfish manner will allow you a little bit more free speak. His dwarven subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I want perspective. Like, is is it absolutely a bad? Is it like a dark magic, or is something even worse going to happen? Or is there proof that the mother is evil, and if she comes back, she'll wreak unholy hell? Like, is it actually a bad thing to bring back her? her I couldn't. Mom? The only thing that I can tell you is that they may give us a journal that will better explain what the mom was up to. Um, it really, from the conversation, it sounds like they believe wholeheartedly that they're doing the right thing. Um, but essentially, you know, they know that we're kind of out to stop them from doing that. They murdered a bunch of farms. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> so. Just saying. <laughs> Understood. Um, don't know if you could hear all the glass breaking. No, no, no. Alex Alexia did not enjoy this uh, this conversation with this elvish person. So about the time you're having your conversation there, Kel Grace with Chip and Adrock, an older female comes down, probably not quite senior citizen, but you know, just that crossroad between just past middle age, getting close to senior citizen. It's got a gray hair almost think of mrs doubtfire style looking um yeah (laughs) 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 i'm not even gonna try but uh yeah uh but she comes down she goes i was asked to give you these she holds out looks like a handful you know maybe half dozen sheets of uh, paper that looks like they've been torn out of a journal she holds them out to, to whoever wants to take them I'll take them. Okay, Chip. You take them, and you realize it's uh, they're handwritten. Once you, once you take them, she just turns around and leaves. Bother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, is what language are they in? Uh, they would be in uh, common. Uh-huh. Dear diary, I just yeah. killed a bunch of people. I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. As you start shifting, as you start glancing through, you notice that the... Um, First page of the journal talks about, you know, well, we've been tasked again, once once again, to go curse a farm. And it's like, I, I can't keep doing this. I, I don't believe, you know, I haven't trained to be, I haven't spent all this time and energy to, on training how to be with nature and improve and, and value the life and living things to go out there and destroy people's livelihoods and farms. But what choice do I have? If only we hadn't if only my husband hadn't disappeared and died. And, you know, that's, that's one of the pages. Another one talks about going to a, a, you know, help deliver, you know, a baby and everything else. And basically cursing, cursing the mother and child. 
um, at birth. The journal continues. It, it admits a lot of the stuff that is done, but you also get the impression that every time it does, there's always referring to his tasks. He goes, I have no, you know, there's always this no choice. There's always this hidden reference to somebody else in the journal, uh, in the pages that you're looking at. And at on the very last page that you read, the very last entry says, you know, Hollowgrove would be so disappointed in what, what I've become. Hollowgrove? Hollowgrove. That's, that's what's her name's place, right? That's the Druid, yes. The Druid. That's Emerald Hollowgrove is the one you're thinking of. Yep. Actually, it says she, Hollowgrove would be so disappointed in what I've been forced to become. Huh. But there aren't any, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not there. Go ahead. <laughs> Good try, though. Yep. <laughs> and uh, these papers seem genuine. They don't seem like they're cursed or tracking device or. Oh, uh, would you? Or forged. Well, considering you don't know the handwriting of you know, what the handwriting looked like of the original owner, it'd be hard to tell if they were forged or not. Uh, they're, you know, they're old. They've they've definitely been yellowed and worn out you can see that they've you know the, it it wouldn't take much to destroy them with a, with their age and everything else adrock you could take a look you know see if there's any type of magical energies off them that you're worried about yeah i'll do that go ahead and roll me an arcan arcana check i did not do well that is a seven or no i'm sorry well, a total, 10. total 10 so yeah you did you did fine there is no magical aura to them is this like his uh, his note of positivity? Or he's like, this was the best conversation ever. We we got her shields down. She loves us. She's not going to do anything bad. Is this that kind of magic, or is it really no, there, like no magic? No, there is no magic. There's no there's no charm spell. There's no charm spell that blasted off these or anything else. You get a resist. You you get a chance to save and everything else. So you're like the only magic you feel is as you're looking around. You're like. Definitely a magical, you know, you're in a magical dimension with a mansion and everything else that was created. But you do get the idea that whatever magic you're in is from the school of conjuration. And that's that's really hard not to see just before being in the building or the structure that you're in. But the papers themselves, zero magic to them whatsoever. I cast detect shenanigans. <laughs> Give me a roll, Bowden. Disadvantage. <laughs> Real big disadvantage. What's the big disadvantage? That spell doesn't exist. Oh, well, okay. You call the DMs bullshit? <laughs> I cast Detect Dog. You found them. You're surrounded by them. <laughs> Would you guys like to bed down for a long rest? Would you like to continue the conversations? What would you like to do? I'd say go for a long rest. Yeah. Okay. Long rest. They don't seem to be intenting on murdering us yet. Yeah. So, what's the room like they have us put up in? It's functional, nice, and like I said, it was. Uh, there's two sets of bunk beds. Okay. Mm. That... Is there a door that we can put under the doorknob? <laughs> or is there? Oh, a... Yeah, there's a door you can. Put can... The there's door a door... Well, there's a yeah, there's a door you can shut, without a doubt. Um, surprisingly, you can actually lock it as well. Like, like she can't in her con in her constructed magical house, like she couldn't unlock a door. So <laughs> <laughs> to sh she's like, I'll just make a new door. Cheek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but but we'll lock it for <laughs> you guys click click click. All right. So you guys bed down for a long rest inside a magically created alternate dimension 
spell <laughs> surrounded by at least three werewolves <laughs> <laughs> three werewolves a necromancer and who knows what else and a partridge and a bear on the last day of shield meet my my necromancer <laughs> gave to me death and lots of it <laughs> all right so i'm pressing the long rest button all right go ahead and press the long rest oh. button i just did too like i said this is an exciting time for you guys yeah <laughs> we're gonna die we're gonna make friends with every freaking evil thing in this planet <laughs> we're gonna befriend all the idiots <laughs> i just figured you'd go screw it we fight them <laughs> The hard part is going to be convincing her to turn herself in for her crimes. So <laughs> it's like, look, your mom's been brought back from the dead. We've removed the curse from her. She's now no longer beholden unto the evil thing that took your father, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. But you did kill a bunch of people and, you know, you did unleash an entire tidal wave of skeletons on the, on Waterdeep. So you really should go and do something to make amends. <laughs> no. <laughs> crap yeah you you definitely get the uh that, that worked you, at cleric school <laughs> well clerics are easily guilted into doing what they were supposed to right <laughs> i hope you guys all enjoyed uh this episode it's always fun to try to make sure i get the uh mystery it put in put together correctly mm-hmm. And, and, and the important thing is now we've got two really cool character names chipmunk and fancy pants <laughs> all right well thank you all for playing as always well i'm not sure if i could sleep comfortably in a magically construct with a witch as a host and werewolves for guards i guess our adventurers need to recuperate falls the adage of any port in the storm so, what is in store for Adrock, Bowden, Chip, and Kelgrace? Find out next time on Smash Loot and Roll. Thank you for listening, and take care.